that's a growler. Happy Hump Day, everybody. Welcome back to the Never Any Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and cracking wise the movie The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howith. <laughs> I think I killed my co-host. I'm still here. I'm still here. I just we've been talking so much about bloobs and then it's hump day. I'm I'm a mature adult named Tierney Steele. <laughs> and I'm your best friend Ralph. You specifically, listener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry how terrible that lead in was, Ralph. Please, thank you for coming back. That's uh, it's about the maturity level that I deserve, so <laughs> let's keep this rolling. You know, feel right at home on this podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about Minute 62, which starts with the Southern Oracle confirming that they do know how Atreyu can save Fantasia, but it ends with the statues of the Southern Oracle beginning to crumble. So as you can guess, things take a turn for the worse in this minute. <laughs> Oh, man. So there's a terracotta statue of the Mayan emperor, Yashkukmo. You guys have all seen it, I'm sure. Which, after one of the statues starts crumbling, and there's just, like, lips sticking out, and the eyes are all squinty, they look exactly the same. Everybody gets this <laughs> reference, right? I do think I know which one you're talking about. Did he have a cousin with a temple of, uh, hidden temple with a legend in it? <laughs> oh, that's Olmec. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, no, he's totally different stone head. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's so much more uh, mature than my first note, which was, can we talk about how much body glitter the Southern Oracle has on? Uh, only yes. slightly more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the body glitter that made me think that they were wearing clothes. Yeah. Oh, that's, no. Just the body glitter. <laughs> just the body glitter. That's for real, though. There was uh, there was our, our Pride Festival in, in Jersey City like a month ago. And I'm looking at my arms now, and there's still <laughs> glitter. Such from is that. the way of glitter. <laughs> I, I went to work today, and somebody asked me if I was using glitter recently, and I said no. I mean, I got all glittered up downtown like three, four weeks ago. They're like, oh, there's glitter all over your face. It never goes away. Mm-hmm. I have a three-year-old daughter. I know all about the glitter. Yeah. Oh, she the- loves that stuff, and it ends up everywhere. Oh my god! Wait, I did. Um, I was stage manager for a production in high school of a Midsummer Night's Dream, and on the last night, we just used up all. There was glitter being flung during the bows, and I remember just being That's covered. Brutal. Some actually got imprinted into my wallet and was still there when I graduated from college. Like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a look. I don't think I was rocking it as well as the Southern Oracle is. Yeah, people talk about how permanent like super glue is or Sharpie pens. Tattoos. They have nothing on glitter. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of shining things, though, Ooh. I did have to call out the star patterns that they did on these these backdrops. They're pretty incredible. And there's this sweepingness, like almost a wave pattern to the way the stars are in the sky to make it look definitely fantastic and unnatural. But you see it both behind Atreyu and behind the Southern Oracle. As you look at it, there's just like these clusters of stars everywhere that are really interesting to look at. They almost look like they do take shapes. <laughs> hmm. Almost like you're staring at the sky, like ancient man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is absolutely beautiful. I mean, 
we're making fun of it quite a bit this week, but this is this is gorgeous stuff. That's <laughs> also it's we're gonna have a lot of overlap too, because this is our second week of just these same three heads talking, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. What's uh, yeah, this thing about Tennis Atreyu? Oh. Okay, so go to second 15-ish or so. Can't tell me what to do. And when he's listening to them talk, he starts doing this thing where he looks to one, oh. then looks to another, then looks to one, <laughs> then looks to the other, then looks to one, and looks back to the other. Like he's watching the ultimate tennis match. So that's my thing. I have an all caps, oh my God. I never realized how cheesy the editing is on the line that Empress needs a new name because it's like the whole point of the movie has been building up to this. What does what will save the Empress so that Fantasia can be saved? So I I get that they needed it to be a big line, but the pause, then the switch, then the back, the Empress then the cut, then the needs a new name. E.T. phone home. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's one of the shots I was talking about where I can't tell uh, if you guys were listening yesterday. Mm-hmm. Listener at home, my best friend. Um, <laughs> where, like, it, I can't tell if it's actually two different shots or if they've just reversed the footage. And I'm sure it would, all it would take is me watching it right now. Uh, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> It'd be hard to tell. They're the same. I do. Uh, we know that there have to be at least two there, though, because like we pointed out last week there's shots over the shoulder of one statue looking at the other statue oh no no no! there are definitely two of them yeah but i'm saying that those those is there only one camera set oh. yeah <laughs> I, I think it's just setup. one gotcha. camera setup and they're just flipping it I, I can definitely buy that although i think they do break separately and differently uh yeah. you know what i don't think they do because i was watching no? for that the last time i'll have to check it out when we get when i scroll through to that minute We'll get there. Catching Um, on, just jumping on what you guys said, though, my note for it was that they are the queens of suspense. Oh, yeah. (laughs) With the way they dragged that sentence out. I'm surprised you don't have a note on Atreyu, who has so much echo. He's clearly not close to his mic. Oh, yes, he's he's recording like Tierney does, sitting 15 feet from his microphone. 62 minutes later, someone is e- more echoey than me. I don't think I'm not echoey, but all right, fine. Um, yeah, it's just, it's the it's the ADR, it's the echo no, but of the Tierney, considering that you're, I'm assuming, in a cave or something, the echo is really not that bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean these stalactites really break up the sound waves that's what they're for i had yeah. some uh, installed in my studio here oh good call most people use foam not rock though just saying oh, <laughs> most people aren't this cool <laughs> but yeah i had to throw myself under the bus a little by pointing that out because i was just so like i i, I immediately sprung to mind i was like and here's what Thomas would tell Noah Hathaway in this recording session. <laughs> Get I, I did notice mic. it, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> What's the style, the the, the 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 like art style that these sphinxes are making me think of? Uh, I want to say it, it's not Byzantine. No, there are some ancient world statues like, that look like that, but... Yeah, I'm trying to think of where they're from, and I can't. Um, shoot. I used to know this. Right? You know exactly what I'm talking about, I'm sure. Yeah, well, because there is, I thought there was a, you know, gate, you walk through one on either side at the Met, but it's a totally different, it's, um, that one is, oh god, is it Assyrian? Macedonian? But it's, it's not, 
sphinxes. Yeah, maybe it's Mesopotamian. Um, no, I said Macedonia. I don't know. Oh. Um, Listener at home, if you know, just yes, shout it please. out as loud as you can right now. <laughs> Everybody be quiet for a second. Oh, thank you. That was it. Tierney, what did Oh, gosh. Say? Are we going into, like, Blue's Clues territory here? No, we're going into uh, Morla. I heard a shout. Uh, <laughs> um, they'll, they'll share it on the on the Facebook group later. <laughs> I don't know what style it was, but I know that it will soon be the Baroque style. Okay. Wah, wah. <laughs> so, <laughs> after that joke died, we're going to move on. <laughs> I, I mean, um, are we, though? <laughs> We could dwell on it. I, I I thought maybe Ralph might have some insight into this. Ralph, what do you think that they use? Like, what texture, what material did they use to break apart that easily? I don't know, man. Uh, like that. This this whole thing is a is a real mystery to me. Like, unless they just had somebody going in there and real quick whacking this thing with a stick or something, and then only showing the shots like immediately after that thing cleared frame. I don't know how they did this. I it, wish it just, that was how they did that. <laughs> That's such a great mental image. <laughs> I, I I can't place it. There's a a texture to it that just almost like that. Um, what's that? That kinetic sand. Yeah, it I falls mean, apart yeah. kind of like that kinetic sand. It could just be plaster, but I really don't know. I actually I I did a little bit of looking into. Like I tried to find any information I could about this special effects shot before we did this, and there's nothing out there. Hmm. It's there's a dearth and, and, of behind the scenes information on this movie. You are right, though. It does have that like the way it cuts to it, just as it starts falling. It's like they balanced it there and then took their hand away and <laughs> filmed it. I'm t- a lot of special effects work is way less sophisticated than you think it is, and I'll bet somebody just whacked this thing with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also like a, a texture to what's like the way the pieces are falling off it's not just one solid chunk it's multiple chunks like shearing off of it especially when it's like her nose coming off yeah that's what that's what gets me of because i mean i also do a movies by minute podcast for return to oz and there's so much stop motion stuff that i'm like really like and that's will vinton stop motion too yeah i mean it's it's amazing and so part of me is just like you can do anything like <laughs> it's fine but there is there is the motion to it here of you know did they did they start it you know like ralph said did they just cut it right after whatever poked the thing that was ready to fall so that it would fall yeah i don't know i almost feel like the reason i said that you might have some inside i almost feel like it's a uh a flower-based like concoction to break <laughs> apart or something yeah, it could like be. that never you know, happens. Something show. food-based to make it so it just crumbled uh, that way. That's always the saddest part. When something hey. starts to go wrong, you're screaming at the TV like, "No!" Can we jump back a couple of minutes for a hot second? Sure. Uh, Angie Wook and and what's her face? Ergle. Ergle. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I didn't realize that they were supposed to be small. You know, you aren't the only one. <laughs> it, it wasn't until, like, uh, viewing it again when I was a little older, like 10, 11, that I, I realized they were meant to be tiny. Though That special effect does not read when you're young and dumb. <laughs> and, yeah, we, we came across it. Just, there were shots that I realized now that were super incredible. Like, there's the shot when he's up on the telescope, and Angie Wook looks into the telescope, 
and the shot never stops. He walks away from the telescope and Atreyu comes up and sits at the same telescope and looks into it as well. But they are completely different sizes and it's a nonstop shot. I have no idea how they did it. <laughs> yeah, this, this movie is pretty impressive. In a little bit of story analysis, as opposed to movie technical analysis, it's kind of insulting the way Atreyu is like, yeah, I got this. When they tell him the Empress needs a new name, he's like, sure. Let's do it. This is going to be great. They immediately shoot him down by informing him <laughs> no one in Fantasia can give her the new name, only a human child. I was like, you guys couldn't soft pedal that a little bit? I also, I had a real problem with that as a kid because what in the heck in heck is Atreyu if he's not a Like, what? A, I, like, he's clearly human. Yeah, yeah. In the book, he's not, but you guys couldn't make that work without, like, torturing a child actor, so he's a human child. <sighs> Maybe he's... they just left it at the no one in Fantasia. Can, it has to be someone from beyond Fantasia. Right. They should have said an earthly child. Uh, I would have accepted that. Yep. Instead of yeah. a human child. That's a really Or good if they want to dr- jump into Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, a son of Adam or a daughter of Eve, you know, something like that. Let's this not movie go. isn't going for that allegory. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, somebody of the, the earthly realm would, yeah. would work better there. there. There's way to do it that are less confusing to small children. <laughs> or big children. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this movie's too worried about confusing children. It sort of goes for it. <laughs> True. <laughs> Um, look around, see if, uh, Peter Cushing is here because Princess Leia's British-ish accent is back. Oh, yes. In this minute. He definitely adopts some kind of accent here. Sometimes. I, I like British-ish is what that is <laughs> in both in Carrie Fisher and Noah Hathaway, apparently. And also, why is his hair wet? Is that from, from the, the snow? Sweat? Yeah, from the snow. He just went oh, through from the tons snow and tons of snow. Okay, sorry. I was still reading this as him being sweaty and was getting super grossed out. No, that's the same reason his Dude, his leather tunic two is wet. minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Literally two minutes ago, he was in the snow. Oh. I know it seems like an eternity now because of the way we're doing this. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if we're gonna if we're gonna analyze Noah Hathaway and the way he looks, I have to say there's a moment in here where I don't know if it's the angle they shoot at or what, but it looks like that Orin is going to give him future back problems. It's enormous on his chest. He's just a little kid. <laughs> well, it's a funny story, but they uh, they actually lost the original Orin prop before this scene, and he had to borrow Flava Flaves. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 they turn the clock around and on the backside. That makes me like Flavor Flav more. <laughs> no. I, no, I like the idea that he just has giant versions of all the various amulets from movies as well as giant clocks. No, I got really nervous because you said they lost before. It's like, what? They did? No, they didn't. <laughs> like, let's see. Yeah. Here's my giant Pirates of the Caribbean Aztec coin. Ah, giant <laughs> Orin. There we go. Yeah, you can borrow it. You're going to have to let me sit on set, though, to keep an eye on it. <laughs> I want to play Falcor. I'm in the mouth. I want to do it. <laughs> I'll help him breathe until that lady sticks a needle into my head. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a, like second 34. It just looks enormous on his chest, and it looks like it's going to give him back problems. Because yeah. it usually doesn't. I mean, it's always sufficiently large, but not comically so. <laughs> right. 
might just be, I'm looking, I think it might just be like the angle, but, but yeah, we, we do get some plot advancement in these minutes. I swear, even though <laughs> we've just been walking up to a thing that looks the same. Um, but yeah, Treyu figures out what is needed, who needs to give it to him, and that a human child can only be found beyond the boundaries of Fantasia. Yes, which he has no idea how to get to. <laughs> yeah, I think nope. it's weird how selectively the nothing attacks things. Or, right? Like, I don't know if the nothing is making them crumble or if it's just their... If this is like a manifestation of them trying to hold it off and they can't Ooh. keep their physical form together or what, but like... That's what I'm going with there. Okay, because I actually had a question. I did it for next minute, but I... I jumped ahead, didn't I? No. It's, it's okay, because they start crumpling in this minute, but I I always thought it was like the nothing getting them, but only a little bit at a time. But your, your guys' way makes so much more sense. I like thinking of this as this isn't this isn't outside anymore. He's now in this mirror realm and that they're using their, you know, mind powers or what their will to protect this mirror realm so that they can give him this information and them crumbling apart is them succumbing to the attacks of the nothing or the nothing on this mirror realm. Hashtag justice for Barb. Yes. Oh. <laughs> All right, wait. When is Stranger Things set? 80-something. Is it before this movie? Uh, 84, I think, is when it's set. So it's probably during this movie, or this movie's about to come out. Because I'm developing some headcanon here. Ooh, do tell. Where Barb, since she dies in the Upside Down, that's the country beyond the bounds of Fantasia, like within Fantasia, like out in the way outskirts. And she becomes the Southern Oracle. So Stranger we're looking... Things is 1983. This movie's 1984. Nice. It's as old <gasps> as I am. So we're looking Checks at out. Barb's boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, how awesome would it be if they referenced Neverending Story in chapter two of, of Stranger Things because Pretty of it coming good. out the next year. That would be amazing. So this movie is also as old. This is the second movie this month that I've talked about by minutes. No, not true. The other one was just in its entirety. Second movie I've talked mm. about from the year I was born. 84 <laughs> was a good year. Just the other one was uh, Ghostbusters, yes. With yeah. the real real comic heroes. Yeah, good guys. I listened to that episode. It was great. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually met Travis and uh, I'm blanking on the other guy's name off the top of my head. Just but call I, him Brad. That's what you always do. Yes, Brad. Tra Patrick. Yeah, Travis and Patrick. I actually met them up in Chicago when we did our get-together, and we hung out for a while and had drinks. And uh, I really wanted to go to that. I was free, too, up until the last minute. It was a good time. I had a, I had a blast up there. I'm just going to sit here in quiet jealousy. <laughs> Tierney wanted to go, but she decided last minute she wasn't going to. That's right, Tierney. We'll, we'll have our own Movies yeah. by Minutes yeah. podcast. Well... <laughs> Gathering. So ironically, on the Friday night of that weekend was when I recorded with Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, A Minute in Chicago. And so it was <laughs> me and Mike in Boston, Gary Victoria in California, Southern California, I'm not sure exactly where. And we were talking about Chicago and we were all just like, we're so sad right now. Aww. So uh, best friend listener at home, if you're not aware, if this is the first podcast like this that you're oh, listening yeah, to, sorry. there are a whole bunch of podcasts where people watch movies one minute at a time 
and review those minutes sequentially once per episode. And they just recently had a big get together for all the people who do that. Yes, it was fantastic, and we will most likely do it again next year. And this isn't a get-together just for the podcasters. It's for the fans of the shows to come to as well, and you can meet some of your favorite podcasters. So it's and- all of those people's parents. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> some exactly. of them kids. <laughs> we could go the other direction, too. Uh, this These meetings are held in um, mental health facilities. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have to be a little crazy to do this. Oh, my God. The look on people's faces when you try and explain what a Movies by Minutes podcast is. And, like, so a minute of the movie each time, like, yeah. go. Yeah, I always. Like, yeah, 60 seconds. I always get the. Yes. (laughs) So, So your podcast one minute long. No, no, no. We talk about one minute of movie time. <laughs> no, that would for, be for one stupid. Minute? That would be crazy. <laughs> no, we're just reviewing one minute of a movie. Yeah. So, in, speaking of the trip to Chicago, I wore my my t shirt that I got from T Public with our wonderful logo on it. Oh. Go check it out, guys. Where can I get and one of those? <laughs> you can go to T Public and look. Ah, never any minute, and you'll find it. <laughs> you can order all kinds of stuff there, but. I was wearing this shirt, and every single place I went, I got people saying, oh my gosh, I love that movie. Why does it say minute? <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd have to segue into, well, it's my podcast. This is what I do. And you get that look like some people are looking at you like you're kind of crazy, and others are like, oh, I'll check it out. So You're very crazy. <laughs> Get out of my get out of my lift car. I don't, I don't know why you said that, but <laughs> were you in a lift at the time? I, I took a lift and, and we talked about the shirt. I also All right, I got. Have, I have a hypothesis then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he wanted you to get out of his car. Here. Also, here's a follow up question: Had you reached your destination, so it was time <laughs> no, for you to get no, out of no, the car? No, had not. no, no, no. <laughs> That's had, had he at least slowed down. <laughs> Oddly enough, he kept pushing the gas harder. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> Tuck and roll time. <laughs> right? Oh, boy. All right. Well, I don't have anything else for this minute. Do you, Jeremy? No. I would How never you, have Ralph? guessed that. <laughs> uh, the statues have bare breasts. Just wanted to point that out one more time. Hashtag bloobs. <laughs> yeah. we've uh, That's come up with a few different guests where it's like, this was the movie that taught me, hey, art, sometimes statues have boobs. Yep. <laughs> I forget who started that, but I keep thinking of it every time. Just we've been really mature about it this episode, and I just wanted to bring it back to boobies. I- well done, sir. Thanks. And we get some more boobs next episode, but that's, <laughs> that's another, another story, story to be told another time. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.